Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. Happy new comic book day, probably. Um, we are talking about San Diego Comic-Con this week uh, because, well, a little bit of news came out of it. You may have heard some of it, and we will probably talk about it. But before we can get into that, intern Stan, if you could please serve us a theme song. Well, that sure was something. Uh, that was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme from the next live, or sh- I'm sorry, short-lived Next Mutation show. Um, very, very odd. I've ne- I had never heard that before. Thank you, Stan, for broadening my horizons. That's real strange. Um, this week on Panel Riot, we're talking about San Diego Comic Con. We are just a few days removed from the huge event. Um, it might still be happening. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not strictly sure how time works. Um, but uh, but <laughs> enough news has come out of San Diego that uh, I think we could probably do a whole show about it. We're going to see how long or short a show this becomes because I've got a whole lot of tabs open and a whole lot of things to talk about. But before we get too deep into that, I want to talk to you briefly about uh, about this here show that you're listening to. We have uh, officially closed the book on our uh, our panel riot listener survey. We have wrapped that up. We got way more responses than uh, than I thought we would get, which is nothing but good news. And uh, you guys definitely made your voices heard. So thank you, sincerely thank you to each and every one of you who uh, who filled out the survey. And uh, I might share some of that uh, information with you soon because it's been. It's been uh, enlightening and, and very, very interesting. Uh, in the meantime, if you still have something to say that you want to share with us here on the show, email us, panelriot at gmail.com. And uh, speaking of which, we actually have our very first listener email on this very episode. We are going to end it with that email, uh, and I am, uh, I'm thrilled for it. I can't wait, uh, can't wait for that. Um, I also want to make an announcement regarding our Patreon. Patreon, uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, we finally figured out what the rewards will be. Hopefully, maybe this will uh, encourage some of you others to also become Patreon supporters. Um, but once a month, just starting out, once a month, I will be doing exclusive comic book reviews. I have a stack of completely random comics, um, and uh, I will review them as exclusives to our Patreon subscribers. Um, if it goes well, I'm going to increase it to uh, probably every time I do an episode. I'll do a, a short little uh, mini-sode, and if those go over well, uh, maybe we'll jump them up to uh, to short little YouTube videos. They are Patreon exclusives, but the good news is the barrier to entry is very, very low to becoming a Patreon subscriber. All you have to do is uh, go over to panelriot.com, click the button that says Patreon, and uh, uh, fill out the form, and how much do you want to donate? Well, you can donate as much as you like. Basically, you're donating per episode. It's on a per-episode basis. Uh, it's not monthly or whatever like that. So if you want to give a dollar an episode, that's no problem. 50 cents, you got it. A quarter for the low, low price of a quarter. 
you can keep Intern Stan in school and you can support Panel Riot and get those uh, exclusive comic reviews. Uh, just a, a quick sampling of some of the comics that we have in the, uh, in the pile here. There's a couple of issues of Tooth and Claw, uh, Trees by Warren Ellis. Um, and uh, we actually have an issue here of uh, the old WWE comic back when it was WWF. Um, I believe the uh, Bushwhackers are involved in that one, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, as I said, panelriot.com, click on the button that says Patreon, and go from there. Uh, and while we're on the subject, a sincere thank you to uh, Mike Sorg, a.k.a. Sorgatron, a.k.a. the Sorg in Sorgatron Media. He is our current Patreon subscriber, and uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Let's get into it. This is enough, uh, enough business, enough screwing around. Let's talk about San Diego Comic-Con. Now... As I said, I have a lot of tabs open, a lot of news uh, came out, and I just decided to mix it up. Just mix it up. We're just going to have a bunch of random stories in whatever order these tabs come up, uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of different stuff. Some of it is film, some of it's Marvel, some of it's DC. I guarantee I have at least one IDW story in here, so uh, let's get into it. First up is, uh, it was an announcement by the WB, they have announced the uh, Green Lantern Corps movie. Um... I think this is a step in the right direction because um, Hal Jordan is uh, about as interesting as a Tuesday and um, having the ensemble cast, all the different aliens, all the different characters, I think uh, that can only be a better approach. Um, There's uh, rumors that Chris Pine is going to star. Tyrese Gibson uh, will be playing uh, another character. can only speculate as to who that'll be. and uh, I think it, uh, as I said, is a step in the right direction. Here's the thing, though, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna find this a lot. DC made a lot of uh, cinematic universe announcements. That's all well and good. They want to get some of that Avengers money, just like anybody else. But they're still kind of unproven uh, at the box office. Superman did, uh, relatively well, I'm sorry, Man of Steel or whatever. Um, and of course you had the Batman trilogy, which was amazing, but the movies that they're going to make are not the Batman trilogy. Um, they are not going to have, uh, uh, Christian Bale and the director whose name I'm blanking on right now, uh, those were very different movies from the kind of movies that they're going to produce. And, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, and we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit more with some uh, leaked footage later on in the episode. Uh, next up is uh, the first of quite a lot of Star Wars news. Um, Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto, who are just in- both incredibly talented. Jerry Duggan currently, of course, writing Deadpool um, with... Um, Brian Posehn and um, Phil Noto, of course, uh, I've talked about him before on the show. He's currently working on Black Widow and doing incredible work. And they are doing uh, this Chewbacca solo series. And um, every single comic that I have read uh, that is this you know, Star Wars series has been top-notch. I haven't read a bad one yet, whether it's the Star Wars standalone series, the um, Princess Leia Darth Vader series, any of it has been great so far. Even the uh, the Lando series, which came out just this past week, uh, is a lot of fun. Really, really very enjoyable. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this absolutely. Uh, next up um, is uh, Blade. Yeah, Blade. Wesley Snipes. 
uh, apparently has been talking to Marvel about bringing the character Blade back. Um, it's interesting. They, uh, you know, Blade really did kind of kick off the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the the first film was very successful. And well, if you've listened to this show before, you know my thoughts on the third one. Not great. Not great. Uh, you should go back and listen to that episode because that was a painful, painful conversation, and uh, I'm sad that I had to uh, to watch that movie. That was. Uh, let me take a let's let's take a quick look back. Uh, what episode was Blade Three? That was Bla- uh, episode number uh, 28, featuring Mad Mike, who you may be hearing a little bit more about later. Um, yeah, not great. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a great idea. You know, I, I'm sure Wesley Snipes is still in excellent shape. Um, and maybe they can weave him in. Maybe he can have a guest appearance in another film. That would be great. Uh, but as far as giving him another of his own uh, standalone films, I don't know if that's the best idea. What is the best idea is uh, AKA Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. They released um, uh, official shots from. Uh, Marvel's Jessica Jones, and uh, it features her and also Luke Cage. Luke Cage emerging from a bar, uh, and he is engulfed in flames. And he's, you know, pretty casual about it, because if you know Luke Cage, he is invulnerable. I am absolutely thrilled um, about these uh, about these photos and about this series. I was I really enjoyed the Daredevil series, and I was not a fan of Daredevil. I am a fan of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, and I this can't happen soon enough. And unfortunately, I don't know the date offhand as to when it is going to be going to happen. So you know, your guess is as good as mine. It's just going to show up one day, and then I'll have to have a whole weekend to watch it. Um, this isn't necessarily strictly comic book related, but I'm excited about it, and it's my show, so I'm going to talk about it. Uh, the Man from Uncle. They debuted a uh, a new trailer, uh, extended Comic Con trailer. It's about five minutes, and I didn't watch this series when I was younger, and I don't care. It looks awesome. The film looks really, really good. Um, you've got Henry Cavill, Cavill. I don't know how to say names. Um, Superman, basically, playing the main character, uh, and then you've got Army Hammer, who is an insane name, but is a great, great actor, um, and. Uh, who else? Hugh Grant um, and many other people whose names I don't know. It looks great. It, take the time. Go watch the extended trailer for The Man from Uncle. Uh, it, I really feel like this movie is not getting the buzz it deserves. So go and check that out at your earliest opportunity. Switching gears mildly is The Muppets. The Muppets. Uh, I love The Muppets. Who doesn't? Come on. Get it together. If you don't love the Muppets, you don't love joy. And you're probably not around the same age that I am. Um, the, it's it's wonderful. They're finally getting a TV series again. And uh, anytime, I feel that anytime the Muppets are a consistent part of culture is good. And uh, so them getting a more adult-themed television show is going to be fantastic. The, the people who grew up watching them are now grown up. And but they still want to watch that. I think that that was proven with the the most recent two Muppet movies. It was I think that was the first Blu-ray I ever actually bought was the Muppet movie, uh, 
not the most recent one, but the one before that. But um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's kind of like a reality TV show, I guess. Uh, as reality TV as you can be with the Muppets. Uh, they're going to be working on, um, it's kind of behind the stage, behind the scenes, uh, look at a show called Up Late with Miss Piggy that they're all going to be working on. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. And uh, as I said, it is more adult themed. Um, Kermit was actually making jokes about how the uh, the band is always happy now and they're always happy legally. So I think that's a, a good indicator of, uh, of where the show is going to go. So very, very excited for that coming out in the fall. And uh, with that, we're going to have a brief word from our sponsors, and uh, we'll dive right back in with a bit more of the news. So stick around for more San Diego Comic-Con coverage and more Panel riots. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Hi, everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out insertcointobegin.com? New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, Boss Battle, on sorgatronmedia.com. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Can't get enough of those podcasts. And those podcasts in particular are excellent. I can vouch for them personally. I have appeared on all of them, and they are all of the highest quality, the quality that you'll find on the Sorgatron Media Network. Find them. Find them all. SorgatronMedia.com, your hub for all things entertaining uh we're talking about san diego comic-con and all the news coming out of that and we are moving right along back into comics back into the art in the word and uh we are having our very first star wars comic crossover um and it will <laughs> uh kieran gillen and salvador la roca probably pronounced that one wrong uh as well as mike diodato Definitely pronounced that one wrong. And Jason Aaron, confident in that one. Uh, they are going to be doing a comic called Vader Down. Vader Down. It is the two creative teams. Um, one runs Darth Vader, one runs Star Wars, and they're doing a crossover. You know my thoughts on these comics so far. You know I am excited about this. Speaking of Star Wars, speaking of the galaxy, far, far away. This could be a spoiler for those films. Uh it is entirely possible that uh, the Star Wars cinematic timeline was leaked, uh, and there is potentially plans through 2020. There is, of course, on this timeline, the three uh, Star Wars films that are planned. Uh, also planned and already announced is a film called Rogue One, which uh, who knows what that's about. Um, after that is uh, Fett slash Solo, and I would love to finally get the origin story of those two, or even just the end story of those two, whatever you like. Um, more Boba Fett, more Han Solo, uh, it can only be good. And uh, the third film potentially announced by this leak is Kenobi, The Balance of the Force. The only thing that I'm going to say about that is if uh, you don't bring back Ewan McGregor, I will probably still see the film and talk about on my podcast how I'm upset about it. But that's 2020. Who knows if podcasting will even still be a thing? 
more on film. Sherlock. Remember that show? Remember that incredible show that only seems to come around every four years or so or something like that? Uh, Well, this Christmas, this very Christmas, I think, they are uh, going to have the Christmas special. And it looks like they're doing it uh, classic Sherlock. It is not going to be set in modern times. It will be set uh, in Sherlock times. Um, And they released a trailer for it. It looks absolutely fantastic. Lots of in-jokes. Uh, lots of excellent writing, exactly what you've come to expect uh, from Sherlock. It's like putting on an old and comfortable pair of pants that is uh, still somehow interesting against your balls. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Uh, she will be in Doctor Strange. She will be playing the Ancient One, which is uh, uh, known as the... She's the villain, I think. No, that's not right. She's not the villain. I can't remember who the Ancient One is, but she's going to be... <laughs> With Benedict Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange, and I can't believe I missed that segue. I could have used Benedict Cumberbatch as a segue to go from story to story, and I didn't, and I failed. And uh, just just because I respect you, the listener, I will not be disingenuous and go back and re-record that, because uh, just, uh, just not going to do it. Ron Perlman. You know Ron Perlman. You probably know Ron Perlman. I'm sure that every single person who has listened to this has seen both the Hellboy trilogy and also Pacific Rim. If you haven't, you should be doing better things with your time than listening to my weird podcast. Speaking of the Hellboy trilogy, Ron Perlman wants to finish it. They, uh, they want the th- He wants to do the third one, and I think it's getting to the point where they're going to end up crowd- crowdfunding it. Um, he said that uh, he's spoken with Guillermo del, del Toro, whose career has taken off since the Hellboy films, and uh, they want to have a third one. And I support this. I thought that the first one was magnificent, the second one was okay, uh, and I think that we've come a long way, and the third one could be really, really very good. And also, anything with more Ron Perlman, I'm, uh, I'm a strong, staunch, staunch supporter of. Grant Morrison and Stan Lee are working together to launch a new series exclusively on Humble Bundle. If you're not familiar with Humble Bundle, what are you doing with your life? It is, uh, ooh, how do you pronounce that one? Avatarix or something like that. It is available right now on HumbleBundle.com. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, you can hear me typing, and I'm going to tell you what the prices are. And I can't type right. That's incorrect. Okay, HumbleBundle.com, it's under a tab called Tales from India, and I got to tell you, I will be spending my hard-earned money on this just as soon as I earn that money. For $15, 15 tiny little dollars, you get a massive amount of comic books uh, written by Deepak Chopra, which is odd. I didn't know he was writing comics. Uh, Of course, Stan Lee, Grant Morrison, Jeevan J. Kang, Sharad Divajaran, Gotham Chopra, Samat Basu, and other names that I am mispronouncing. Go now. HumbleModel.com, Tales from India. What do you have to lose except for $15 uh, and a little bit of your time? Next up, back to DC, back to uh, moving pictures from DC, and uh, Bruce Tim, trusted name in DC animation, uh, announced that the next feature will be The Killing Joke. 
the killing joke. If they had announced this just a short period of time ago, I would not necessarily be thrilled about it. But um, they, uh, their gods and monsters, uh, forthcoming animated uh, presentation or whatever you want to call it, looks great, uh, and it is decidedly more adult. So I got to tell you, I think they could really pull it off. I think they can pull off the killing joke. So looking forward to that. Hey, let's talk about Marvel. <laughs> I don't have I talked about Marvel at all? Eh, a little bit with Blade. Whatever. Um, they uh, they are releasing hints, I guess, previews from the new uh, the all new, all different Marvel line that's going to be taking place after the Secret Wars. And I got to tell you, I am thrilled about it everything looks great uh brian michael bendis writing iron man looks very very good they released a bit of art from that and uh, i can't wait to see what happens next i added this one uh just because i really like the film the usual suspects and uh apparently they really <laughs> they're releasing a comic um about kaiser soze and about his origins we don't need this there's no reason for this. They probably saw that Fight Club was very, uh, very successful as a comic, and now they want to do this. There's, there's no reason. There's no reason for it. Pass. Hard pass. Sorry, Kaiser Soze. Uh, next up, a comic based on a film that I am interested in. Uh, Star Trek, Starfleet Academy. It will be following the current cinematic universe of uh, Star Trek characters. Um, and uh, I'm interested. I'm into it. I need uh, I, I need to spend more time getting into uh, uh, these uh, Star Trek comics in general. I still have the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover sitting just sitting there, and I haven't read it yet. And there's really no excuse for it. That's being published by IDW. And um, if uh, if DC is the place to go for really violent kind of convoluted storylines and Marvel is the place to go for pure joy and Image is the place to go for absolute quality, IDW is the place to go for your childhood um, because they are picking up these, uh, these 80s properties left and right. They are currently producing the excellent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic, which is crossover, crossing over, sorry, with, if you can believe this, they're also excellent Ghostbusters comic. They're the ones producing Transformers, and they are also the ones putting out this Star Trek, uh, Starfleet Academy line. So, uh, IDW, the place to go to feel like a kid again, um... Speaking of kids, <laughs> um, there is going to be an incontinuity all ages Spider-Man book called Spidey, um, and I think this is uh, great. I'm curious to see how it's going to fit in with the rest of the comics, but one thing that I really want to praise Marvel for is that, I mean, there really is something for everybody. There's this entry-level stuff um, where, you know, kids can pick up this book and read Spider-Man and just have a good time and enjoy the things and their heroes doing things. And then, you know, as they get older, their heroes are, they're taking on more, more heavy issues. And there's, you know, there's stuff that I like to read and like the main lines and everything like that. And, and there's also a lot of nostalgia. They know how to play the nostalgia well for the older readers who, you know, remember how comics were in their day. There's something for them as well. It's just, it's, it's just really, really great. Um, apparently this Spidey book is going to be, like they said, it's in continuity and it's basically adventures that Peter Parker had as a teenager. 
I think it's great. I think it's uh, fantastic, and um, Marvel uh, Marvel is doing good good work over there. Speaking of Spider-Man, um, so we've got Amazing Spider-Man number one coming out. Um, of course, written by Dan Slott. Um, Peter is becoming more confident as Spider-Man. He's uh, he's changed the suit a, li- a little bit, and he wants to become a genuine global superhero. He's got Parker Industries now. Um, he's a little bit cockier. He's going to be making some problem or making some mistakes, and of course Norman Osborn Osborn is going to show up because that is a thing that happens. Um, on top of that, we also have the Spider Woman series where she's pregnant. I'm going to reserve my um, my opinion on this for now. Uh, it could go one of two ways. It could be very very good, or it could be just absolutely terrible. But I will give it a shot. Um, Mildly related to uh, to Spider Man is the Daredevil series. Um, it's going to be uh, written by Charles Soule, who you know I'm a fan of, um, and he's uh, picking up the reins after Mark Wade, I believe. Um, and it might just be time for me to start reading Daredevil. Uh, back to Spider Man, there's going to be a crossover book. Uh, it's going to be Spider Man slash Deadpool. Uh, who's it? Uh, Joe Kelly and another person. Hmm. Sorry, I don't know who the other person is, but uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, again, I've I've shared my thoughts on uh, Deadpool as to uh, how to use the character effectively, and hope that's something that uh, that they do. Uh, also mentioned in the same breath and the same panel as Spider Man is uh, Howard the Duck. Chip Zdarsky is still writing Howard the Duck, and. Uh, you know my fondness for Sex Criminals, which is written by Matt Fraction and uh, drawn by Chip Zdarsky. Chip himself is the most entertaining thing in my social media feed lately. His Twitter, his Tumblr, uh, and his comic, Howard the Duck, are all top-notch, ridiculous, hilarious stuff. Um, also, his uh, his image line, um, Zatora or Zathura or something like that... Um, also completely ridiculous and fantastic. I am a Chip Zdarsky fan. I don't know if there's a fan club or a special little nickname that we need to go by. Uh, but if there is, sign me up. I would like my Dakota ring, please. Uh, next up, J. Michael Straczynski announces Flash Earth 1. I read uh, Superman Earth 1. That was great. So I'll read this. Next up... Arrow. Stephen Amell uh, revealed his new Arrow costume, and I got to tell you, it looks great. It really looks good. Now, if they could fix uh, the writing and the acting on the show, I would probably be a little bit more on board. A better show, however, is The Flash. Uh, they revealed uh, Zoom is going to be the villain for season two. They uh, there was a, there's a Comic Con reel floating around out there. It looks like a lot of the same stuff that we saw on the first season, which I really enjoyed, so let's have more of that. Um, You know what? Let's take another break. Another quick word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with more Panel Riot. Please stick around. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invites you to learn something that you might share with your friends. And that something is a glass of sherry before dinner. Naturally, a glass of Petri California sherry. I say Petri sherry because it's the perfect before dinner wine. 
you couldn't think of a better way to begin a meal. At Petri, sherry has a beautiful, inviting color, like, like dark amber. And for flavor, well, you've heard sherry described many times as having a rich, nut-like flavor. But if you want to learn for the first time what those words rich and nut-like really mean, you just taste Petri sherry. It's wonderful. Serve Petri sherry by itself or serve it with hors d'oeuvres or, or those little cocktail sandwiches. And incidentally, if you prefer your sherry dry, you know, not sweet, just ask your wine merchant for Petri pale dry sherry. Well, the important thing to remember is if you want sherry, you want Petri sherry because that means good sherry. And we're back. We're back. Thanks, as always, to the Petri Wine family, the family that took time to bring you good wine. And also this podcast. We are talking about San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. I'm going to confess something to you here. And it is about Archie. I don't think I've ever read an Archie comic. I think it's time for that to change. Apparently... They're doing whatever they want, and it's all fantastic. They <laughs> they announced Archie meets the Ramones. Sure, why not? They've killed Archie. They've resurrected Archie. They uh, had Archie versus Predator at one point, I believe. Um, they had Afterlife with Archie. Now Archie's going to meet the Ramones. Sure, I'm on board. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. You know what? If you're out there and if you've read some Archie comics, email us, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell us. Tell me what I'm missing and why I should read an Archie comic and tell you about it in turn. Marvel Animation, Marvel Animation, Ms. Marvel, Black Panther, Inhumans, they are all coming to the Avengers Assemble cartoon. I am still salty that they canceled uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes and replaced it with this, but maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe it's time. Maybe they'll fix it now. But I'm not holding my breath. Sony. Let's talk about Sony, because they did some crazy, crazy stuff, including with Chris Hardwick, a friend of the show in spirit. I like to think that he's a friend of the show in spirit, even though he doesn't know we exist uh, and uh, has never listened to the show. He took a selfie with everyone, everyone, the cast of X-Men Apocalypse, the cast of Deadpool, the cast of Fantastic Four, Stan Lee, and Channing Tatum who is still rumored to be uh, Gambit in an upcoming Gambit film, and he might also show up in X-Men Apocalypse. It's great, uh, but Chris really needs to work on his selfie skills because it is really, really blurry. Uh, But it's fantastic. And on that note, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Why don't we talk a little bit about these films uh, coming out? Fantastic Four, don't care. Don't care. Nothing that I have seen so far has made me interested with the exception of Michael B. Jordan as uh, the Human Torch. And even that's kind of marginally. I don't think I'll see the entire movie just for him. And I certainly won't be there opening night. And I might not just, I might just wait until it comes out on DVD. Not interested. Sorry, guys. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, of course. Of course I'm going to see it. It's Hugh Jackman's last outing as Wolverine. And it's an X-Men movie. Yes, I'm going to go see that. Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. 
we saw something at Comic-Con that we never, ever thought we'd see, and that is footage from the Deadpool movie. And much to my relief, it looks spectacular. Absolutely fantastic. It's filthy, and it's violent, and it's hilarious. T.J. Miller is in it, saying ridiculous things. At one point, he says that um, he sees Wade Wilson with his face off, and he says, um, uh, what was it? Um, you look like a rotten avocado had sex with a, another rotten avocado. Um, and there's, uh, there's something else, something about something disgusting having sex with a topographical map of Utah. Um, it just looks fantastic. And I, I can't wait for this movie to come out. It's, 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 I mean, how long, what, when, what year did Wolverine origins come out? And everybody basically agreed that Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool was the only good part in it. Um, I've watched that movie since, and by watch that movie, I mean I watched the beginning where Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, and then I turned it off because it was bad. Don't watch that movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know when the movie's coming out, but it's going to be great. I can't wait for the Deadpool film. Uh, a movie I can wait for, and will wait for, and am genuinely just kind of not interested in is Suicide Squad. Um, we saw the uh, the sizzle reel kind of cell phone footage, and uh, DC's response was this very legalese post saying, you know, uh, I guess we can't trust our fans, so we're going to leak, or not leak, we're going to put out the, um, the HD footage because, you know, we can't allow our film to be represented this way, and it's it's annoying, you know. Take it easy. Relax. Remember when they leaked the the Avengers trailer and uh, Marvel said, oh, Hydra did it. Come on, guys. Get it together. And the thing is, it doesn't look interesting. It looks hack. From the music to the dialogue to the just everything. The the, the most interesting thing in the entire um, the entire trailer is uh amanda waller and her line it's uh my job is to get people to act against their own best interests or something along those lines she's the only interesting thing everybody else looks looks dull and recycled and poorly thought out and and i know that's gonna you know annoy a lot of people who are obsessed with harley quinn but really guys get over it she's doing the you know the cirque du soleil hanging from strings thing in her cell whatever it's ridiculous, and you've got Will Smith spouting one-liners as he does. Um, the the, I mean, it's interesting that he's playing a villain. Fine, whatever. Um, it just looks so like generically dark, and poorly thought out, and all right. I I, I don't like to be negative on the show, so I'm going to stop there. And also, um in regards to the Batman Superman stuff, I was not on board. I was not interested in that at all. Um, until the trailer came out at this, uh, this comic con and then it got me on board. So maybe something will come out somewhere down the line to get me interested. But as for now, I just don't care. Not interested. And the less said about Jared Leto's Joker, the better. The only way they could justify that is let's say he's not the original Joker. He's someone who is obsessed with the other Joker and is trying to emulate him. He's like a copycat killer. That would explain the tattoos. That would explain the behavior and everything like that. Might actually make the character more interesting. But 
Superman versus Batman. Batman versus Superman. They released the trailer. That footage leaked too, if I'm not mistaken. And then they released a, uh, a genuine trailer, and it looks great. They found a hook that brought me in. And uh, all it takes is acknowledging a stupid thing that happened in the first film and tying it into the next one, the destruction of Metropolis. And uh, one of the buildings that they destroyed, that Superman destroyed while he was fighting Zod, is, uh, was Wayne Towers. And uh, lots of his employees died, lots of people he knew, and um, Superman is kind of out of control, and it's enough for Batman to, uh, for Bruce Wayne to put the suit back on. I'm on board. I'm going to see it now. I don't really care about Jesse Eisenberg as, uh, 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 <laughs> I can't believe, uh, Lex Luthor. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe he'll win me over. Maybe not. And Wonder Woman looks amazing. I hope they don't drop the ball on this one. I sincerely do. Folks, that's all the news I got. But I got one more thing for you. Our very first listener email. Are you excited? I'm excited. Let's get into this right away. It is from, you guessed it, Mad Mike, titled San Diego Con Trailer Goodness. Goodness indeed. Greetings, Intern Stan and Boss Man Lunchbox. Well, the con has come and gone and left us with some amazing trailers of things to come. I just wanted to give brief thoughts on the three big ones. Deadpool. Looks amazing. Definitely doesn't shy away from the R rating, but unlike Blade 3, which you can hear about on an early episode of Panel Riot, or earlier on this episode, in which I referenced the other episode, it actually seems like a lot of fun. The brief shot of Colossus was fantastic. I forgot to mention Colossus. And this seems like the Deadpool we deserve, not the one we've been given before. Suicide Squad. A little disappointed in the voice of Harley Quinn, but everything else looks like a good time. Leto's Joker is a huge standout, and it looks like his take is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Also fun to see Random Burglar had a Batman pull on mask. That's true. That was kind of cool. Batman v Superman. Definitely more sold on this movie now. The trailer still seems kind of crowded, as Wonder Woman didn't really fit, and Eisenberg's Luthor sounds a little odd. However, Batfleck looks like he's going to be fantastic, and I dig that he was in Metropolis during the events of Man of Steel. Keep up the good work, gents, and if you'll excuse me, I'm meeting someone in a deserted alley about a possible case of Petri wine. Mad Mike, thank you very much, Mad Mike. I, uh, I greatly appreciate it, and I am uh, I'm grateful anytime anybody listens to the show or writes in or anything like that. So s- sincerely, genuinely, thank you very much. And that's it. That's it for this week's episode. Uh, I have a few quick things I want to share with you. If you would like more Panel Riot, more is available. You can find us at our base of operations, panelriot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. As I mentioned earlier, become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot, and you'll have my undying gratitude, as well as a few other nifty bits and bobs. uh, Monthly, and then increasing uh, comic book reviews. Just for you. Just for you. Just click on the link that says Patreon, and go from there. You can find us on Twitter, at Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox, and you can also follow the sensational... Intern Stan at Intern Stan. You can hear us all over the place, including Stitcher, Smart Radio, Spreaker, and of course iTunes. If none of those work for you, <laughs> if none of those work for you, you can also head over to PanelRiot.com and click the link that says Most Recent Episode. From there, you'll be whisked away to a land of episode descriptions and browser players. I hope you enjoy it. 
I want to know what you think of the show. Email us at gmail.com. Panelriot at gmail.com. It's important. I say that one right. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like, what you thought of San Diego Comic-Con, if you're excited for Suicide Squad, and why you're wrong. Thanks for listening, True Believers. Until next week, when hopefully I will have thought up a catchphrase. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.